Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the No Rain, No Flowers podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about um, men and mental health and the stigma surrounding men. So I have a very special guest here today, my boyfriend. So why doesn't he introduce himself? Hello everybody, my name is Bryson Quinn. Yay! This is so exciting. Um, I'm going to be asking Bryson a few questions about what it looked like growing up in a society that kind of tells men that they're they have to be the strong ones all the time and that they can't cry and that they can't be weak i'm going to ask him how that society kind of made him feel and what growing up looked like for him so he's going to give us a little rundown of what his life looked like and yeah okay so yeah um i feel like with most kids um especially like boys like my dad was obviously, like, tougher on me and, like, you know, like, be a man, like, sort of thing. And I don't know. It wasn't too rough growing up, but, like, my mom was always the more, like, supportive one. So I definitely, like, came to her with more, with my problems more. Um, and then, yeah, I've recently been diagnosed with anxiety and depression. And I don't know. I don't think I ever was, like, depressed growing up. But, like, since coming to college, like, it definitely got worse. Um, But I think I probably had anxiety, like, for a longer time. Um, But also, like, I don't know, meeting Elizabeth definitely helped me, like, um, access my emotions more, I guess. So, yeah. Wow, that was very inspiring to hear. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I definitely think that there is a very, like, strong stigma, like what Bryson was saying about his dad saying, like, man up, like, be tough, that kind of thing. I think that a lot of boys and men experience this throughout their childhood, and they kind of have to just, like, push all their emotions down and not really, like, access them, like Bryson was saying. I feel like a wall is built up from a very young age where men are kind of just supposed to be seen as, like, they have everything together. Like, they're the ones who are taking care of their families. Like, if anything were to happen to Bryson's dad, like, he would be ready to, like, step in and, like, put his, like, men's shoes on and, like, just carry all of that stress and, like, push those emotions down, like, time and time again. So, from hearing that from Bryson, it made me, like, from when we first met and I heard that, it was definitely, like, a bit of a shocker since that wasn't like my situation personally but I have always kind of known that men have like it a little harder um so I Bryson moves around Bryson moved around a lot when he was younger and that can be hard for a lot of kids so I just wanted to ask him what was that like moving around a lot and like not being able to access your emotions like were you ever like struggling with mental health when you were younger like surrounding these moves and you felt like you couldn't talk about it or what was that experience like for you so yeah um I think I've moved about I think like six times throughout my life and it was because of my dad's job and like him like moving up the corporate ladder and like constantly getting promoted and stuff like that so it was hard obviously um like, not being able to keep, like, the same friend group throughout my life and, like, constantly having to make new friends every time I moved. 
Um, especially since I think I'm like a little bit more introverted and, um, maybe like slightly, I slightly have like social anxiety or something. Yeah. So like making friends just doesn't come as naturally to you. It right. sounds like, yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of hard. Like it always took me probably like a year, year and a half before like I found like a good friend group of like, just like being by myself kind of, which kind of sucked. I mean, like, obviously, I still had my family, and, like, my sister and I were really close, but, um, yeah, I guess, like, her and I, like, I, like, shared my emotions with, um, but going back to the reason why I moved so much is because my dad, um, got promoted so much, but, like, since we had to move, I, you know, had to be supportive of him and, like, encourage him to do it, um, I couldn't be like, no, like, I'm really happy, like, in San Diego, California, like, 45 minutes away from a beach. Like, I had to be like, yeah, let's move to Memphis, Tennessee, so that you can, like, move up with your, like, personal goals and stuff like that. So that was definitely probably the hardest move for me, going from California to Tennessee, and especially since I moved, um, I think, two weeks before my freshman year of high school. And you know how, like, high schoolers are. And so it was, everyone already had their own clique and like pretty much everywhere around that, everyone around that area, like lived there, lived there their whole lives. So that was kind of a hard adjustment for me. Yeah. Did you experience um, any anxiety? You said earlier that you feel like you've had anxiety for like a longer time, like kind of surrounding your entire life. Do you think that you could really like feel those symptoms and signs of anxiety moving from one state to another and starting high school at, like, a brand new school and being, like, the new kid again in high school? Uh, yeah, definitely, especially, like, you know, sitting alone at lunch by yourself, like, as a little freshman. As, I, and no, I literally went to the same high school. I was, like, I was zoned with all the same kids. Like, I was, I knew so many people, but I was, like, in B lunch, and the majority of my friends were in C lunch, so the first day of school, I sat in the bathroom and ate really? lunch. Yeah. Wow. But, like, just because I was scared, so I yeah. can't even imagine, like what that would have been like to move to a whole different like state and start a new school. Yeah. And especially like, I mean, I'm still small, but like freshman year, I was literally, I think like four, nine, like <laughs> 75 pounds. Like I was tiny. So like, it was just like self-conscious. Yeah. 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 It, so I definitely got anxious from that. And then like the school that for my friend that I went to my freshman year was just, I don't know, really like dark and run down. And so that like, was kind of depressing for me. Like, that's the first time I ever felt, like, true sadness. I was like, where am I right now? But then the next year, we, like, got a new school, and it was, like, a really nice school. And then that's sophomore year is where I found my, like, true friend group. And so things got better from there um, for the next three years. But then, yeah, when I once I got to college, which was obviously another move, but everyone has to go through that, um... It was hard and still is hard, obviously, but it's definitely looking up. Um, So will you expand a little bit more on what that, like, self-image kind of looked like going from middle school and high school, like, being, like, kind of like the small kid? I feel like men and boys a lot of times, like, don't really talk about, like, having bad, like, self-image or, like, body image, but it's very real, and it's okay to be self-conscious about that kind of stuff. So can you expand a little bit more about your feelings and emotions throughout those times? Yeah, I mean, I think it was probably around third grade um, is when I, like, started, like, falling behind. Um, 
everyone else and i think that's when i like started getting bullied more um there are always people like i don't know it's like looking back it's like not the biggest of deals but like in the time it like felt really it real is. and it is. It's just still like, being self-conscious like yeah it's something to be anxious about yeah yeah i guess so um and like always being called short or small like scrawny and that stuff sticks with you yeah 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 still to this day i mean yeah like now obviously you're much more like on track like you're way taller than me and like yeah. you work out all the time so yeah. but that's probably played a big impact in all of that yeah for sure especially like you know how guys are like trying to like all, all yeah, muscular like a, and like, like big and, like, yeah the biggest yeah. yeah and i don't know that i mean it never really mattered to me as much which is why like i i don't know i didn't really like i played sports and stuff but i didn't really like work out or anything and so i like stayed smaller but yeah even like friends of mine would like make fun of me for stuff like that and and like without knowing how it affected you yeah like, exactly just making small comments that really stick yeah like you. if it's kind of like um like if you get poked once sort of thing like it's not gonna hurt but if you get poked in the same place like thousands of time over and over again like it's gonna like cause a bruise or like it's gonna be more damaging so it's just like the repetition of it like hearing the same stuff over and and over for years in san diego and then you moved to illinois and then like Mm -hmm. is illinois 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 and then moved to tennessee and it's like the same like oh yep i'm i'm small like thank you for reminding me like even like um, like when girls would say like, "Oh, he's so cute!" Like yeah. they think that's like a like a compliment, but it's like you want to be seen as like like a normal boyfriend material. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was never like that. Yeah, it was like, "Oh, look at him! He's so he's little." He's so little. I guess want to squish his cheeks. Yeah, like, yeah. So that was kind of embarrassing in high school. Being like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was a not, that was especially freshman year. A lot of girls were like that. I'll beat them up. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so, okay, you talked a little bit about the biggest transition going from high school to college, which I think is something a lot of people struggle with. So kind of share your experience and when you started, you know, like just the loneliness you felt and the big move and like the transition and moving from Tennessee to Texas and like what that kind of looked like for you and what helped you and what made you a little more anxious and depressed and like figuring out what those emotions were so yeah moving to college is like you said hard for everyone but um our school I don't think was what I thought it would be um just from going like touring it and like going to orientation and stuff um it's definitely getting better now and like I'm meeting like the right people and like they have like this really fun like summer camp basically thing where you stay at school for like a week over the summer and like meet a bunch of people and Mm -hmm. like it kind of sells you and like you think it's gonna be like oh my god like this is so fun and then you like actually get here and it's very very different yeah the people I met there were pretty cool um like the activities we did and stuff like I didn't really enjoy but I don't know I just thought it was like sort of like just to meet people and stuff and that was cool um, but then once, like, school actually started, I realized that maybe it wasn't, like, the, like, right place for me, um, and it's, like, a private Christian school, and last year I wasn't, like, religious at all, 
And so that was definitely, I don't know, I guess like a shock factor sort of thing. Like everyone's talking about like religion and everyone's going to church. And I just like felt like like kind of an outsider. It's like a normal thing for people to be like, oh my God, like what church do you go to? Like which one? And that's never happened to me anywhere else in my life. Like, oh my God, like what church do you attend? That's like a normal question. Like, what's your major? Where's your hometown? Like what church do you go to? It's very different. It's expected of you that you go to church mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like, even last night, um, my CL came into my room, and um, my roommate was like, how are you liking the school? And he's like, uh, I'm honestly disappointed in, like, the religion aspect of the school. Um, and there was, like, a study done that about 25% are atheist or, like, don't, aren't, like affiliated with like a big religion and he's like i'm just kind of disappointed in our school that it's not more christian and i was like i just i don't know yeah i was like okay like i don't know i am christian now though but i will never like judge someone for their beliefs like to each their own sort of thing so um i i didn't like the dorm that i still live in um, for the last two years, like this year and last year, I didn't like, and the first semester of this year, I didn't have a roommate and I don't know, just like being alone, like going back to it, like by myself and not having like a social aspect, like someone to talk to. I don't know. I just kind of like, I got depressed like every night, like it would hit me like super hard and it just kind of sucked. So And then I had anxiety last year, um, just with, like, classes and stuff, but this year it definitely, like, got worse and, like, affected more, like, even, like, personal relationships and stuff like that, so that's when I knew that, um, I needed to take further steps, and so, like, I talked to my doctor and stuff. I always tell people who are, like, struggling with anxiety, it's, like, you know, like, these feelings are normal, and, like, people get anxiety over different reasons, but when it starts affecting your everyday life and your relationships, and, like, you can't go on, an, like, to a school or, like, go hang out with friends without, like, feeling anxious, and it's, like, truly, like, affecting every aspect of your life, like, then it becomes a bigger problem, so it's really great of you for taking those further steps, though, and realizing, like, this is a problem, and you know, I want to do something to fix it to make myself, like, healthier and make myself feel better. Exactly. And, yeah, I mean, there's, like, a big stigma behind, like, getting medicated, like, antidepressants and, like, for anxiety. And especially for men. Yeah. Like, I know other girls who have been, like, medicated and who talk about it, but it's not, like, normal for, like, guys to be, like, depressed and, like, sad and cry. Like, it is normal, but it's not, like, normalized. Like, people don't talk about it as much at all yeah and I mean that was kind of a hard thing for me um just with my family because my dad was like so against it Mm -hmm. and that was really hard for me um like getting lectured by him about it when like I literally talked to a doctor about it and it wasn't just like a like a oh like I'm sad like I'm gonna resort to like medication and that's I think that's kind of like what he thought I was doing when in reality like I tried many different things and that was like more of a last resort sort of thing um 
Not that it needs to be a last resort or anything, but... Yeah, but, like, you would... You, like, you, I... You would did what he wanted you to do first. Like, yeah. you exercise, you had been eating healthy, you yeah. had a schedule. I did all those, like, classic things you hear, like, when people hear about, like, anxiety, depression, like, you need to, like, eat healthier and work yeah. out, and, like, and medication is never the answer. Like, I... I don't agree with that at all, but I mean, I did try it just to see, and and especially after that being drilled in your head, like mm-hmm. this is like, this should be your last resort. Like you're gonna get addicted to the medication. Like you're just this is the yeah. Like you feel like this is your only option. Like just a very right. negative. And like yeah. I personally, I do think that like exor- like regular exercise or like being outdoors and like it, it does help to a certain extent. But when you're like like, literally have, like, anxiety and depression. I don't think it, it's a cure by any means. Yeah, absolutely. I think it just helps it a little bit. So, like, what did your dad, um, like, how did your feelings around medication and mental illnesses change, like, from when you were a kid and, like, hearing what your dad said versus to, like, when you experienced them yourself and, like, decided to, like, get diagnosed and get put on medication? Like, how did those feelings change for you? I mean... I never, like, fell into the stigmas of, like, boys shouldn't cry, like, mental health isn't real. Well, actually, that's not true. I I think my dad did kind of, like, drill into my head that, like, mental health wasn't, like, the biggest of deals. Um, But, like, once I moved out, like, went to college, and, like, I kind of, like, did more research on my own, and, like, kind of formed my own beliefs. Um, it changed your opinions? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just because, I don't know, I, I like, for the record, like, I do love my dad, I love my family, but there are, like, many things where he, like, what he says is, like, like, that's fact. Like, it's... It's his opinion, but, like, he, he like... That's a yeah. generational difference, though. I feel like a lot of older parents, yeah. or, like, just parents that age, they just... It's still stigmatized, and, like, right. maybe even for him, he feels like he can't talk about his mental health. But mm-hmm. it is a fact that the leading death in men under the age of 35 is suicide. Yeah, like, that that's is... really sad. A crazy stat, and, yeah. like, that's real. And that's probably due to people not talking about it or feeling like like they're able to talk about their depression or anxiety and like it can lead them to suicide which is so sad but that's why I'm so happy that you were able to like talk about it and like get diagnosed and like get the help that you needed without like ever getting to that point how has your medication um changed your like day-to-day life like what did that look like before the medication and after um, so yeah, like before I was like, what I was saying was how like every night, like without fail, I would get just like super down, um, go to that like very dark place. Yeah. yeah. Um, so within like, probably it was pr- pretty quick, like probably within a month of like being medicated, that feeling went away and like, obviously it's not going to get rid of all sadness, but it's. I definitely don't experience that same sort of feeling that I did. Um, I would say, like, with my depression, it, like, got rid of, like, I don't know, like, 95% of it or something. That's awesome. But with anxiety, 
I'm still like anxious, um, but it's not so like overwhelming anymore, like overbearing that like I can't like do anything else or thing. So it's definitely a lot easier like day to day now, like being medicated. Um, So it was definitely worth it. Um, So what advice would you give to like an incoming college freshman or college sophomore that is experiencing these emotions similar to like what you had and how would you like what advice would you give them to help them get through these times I would say just know that it's okay to communicate with others about like what you're feeling like even if it's a roommate or yeah like you communicated a lot of it with me and like it wasn't I was coming. very lucky to, like, find someone that I, like... Knew would be understanding would be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, like, like, truly felt, like, safe and, like, comfortable around. But also, like, especially... I don't know if, like, every college is like that, but... Like this, but at our school, there is a free, like, counseling center where you can get therapy and, like, talk to, like, a trusted adult about it. And I think you it. can get medication through our counseling center. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I actually didn't know about that, but um yeah, I think that's really cool about our college. Um even though that can be kind of scary to go about, but I'm pretty sure the steps of doing that are pretty simple and you can just like talk to anybody about it um or like google it to like get a therapy session going. But yeah, definitely um talking it can about it. Yeah, talking it's it can be scary, obviously, going to a new college, but especially for someone with, like, social anxiety, but just, tr- I would say, try your best to get plugged in and, like, um, join a club or, like, some sort of thing. Like, if Greek life is your thing, like, try to go about that and, like, research, um, like, what you think you would fit in the best and, like, get along with the people yeah, the best. And, like, Bryson, like he said, like, social anxiety was something he had struggled with so like making that jump of like getting involved can be like very scary but like surround yourself with people who will like push you to better yourself and like push you to do the things that like even though they know it's scary for you they know it's beneficial for you and I think that was something Bryson and I have done for each other for a really long time it's like push us like a a step outside our comfort zone to help each other grow I think that's been something, like, very beneficial, and, like, throughout our college, like, transition, I think that's been, like, very helpful. Yeah, it's it's gonna be uncomfortable, but, um, like, at the beginning of the semester, uh, uh, the beginning of the school year, there's this night where there's booths all around campus of, like, I think, like, hundreds of clubs that you can get plug- plugged into, and I'm... Like, it's almost guaranteed that there's a club for one of your interests, if not, like, multiple. And that's just... I guess, like, it seems like sometimes for boys, like, that's, like, not cool. Like, oh my god, like, a boy is joining, like, an environmental club or, like, joining a frat. Like, oh, there's, like, so many stereotypes surrounding that kind of thing for a lot of guys. That's another thing that I would say is don't, don't feed into, like, stereotypes. Like, if something makes you happy, do it. Like, don't... Don't let yourself be less happy than you could just because you don't want to be judged or anything. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I mean, 
there's so many different clubs. There's book club, there's car club, there's, like, boat club. Like, yeah. it's insane. And they're, even, like, with Bryson, like, kind of finding his, like, style and, like, stuff through co- in college. Like, like new shoes he wanted to wear that, like, may he may have felt, like, uncomfortable wearing at, like, home. He, like, realized, like, oh, I like the way I look in these and, like, I like wearing this these kind of pants and stuff like that where in high school he would have felt, like, judgment surrounding those things and, like, caring about fashion even because, like, for guys I feel like it's so normalized, like, oh, my mom just, like, packed a few t-shirts and, like, shorts and I'm going to wear this same outfit. But, like, when Bryson started caring about, like, his appearance and, like, fashion, I think there was, like, a little bit of, like, fear at first, like, anxiety surrounding that mm-hmm. because he didn't think that was, like, a normalized thing for guys to, like, do and care about. But... I it, like what what he said. Like, if that makes you happy, like just do it. And, yeah, like, college also is about like finding yourself and who you are away from the people that you grew up with. Like, and like trying new things is so fine. Like, yeah, try something out. Like, and you'll meet new people, and they'll accept you for who you are, like who you truly are. And like, you can't let people like tell you tell you what you like should be or what you like should dress like or what interests you should have yeah absolutely so yeah so a little bit this kind of similar to an earlier question but just like with the new year starting and like the new school year starting like what are some things that you're trying to do that like better your mental health and like keep you on that track of growth and more self-confidence and more like body image like what are some things that you are going to try to implicate in this school year uh good question so first off like I started doing this over winter break uh just like stretching like when I wake up um and working out like going to the gym more I uh, like today's the first day of classes and I went after my classes and like it's not so much going to the gym for like oh I'm gonna get like bill and like weight lift it's like I'm going to the gym to make myself feel more confident and make yeah. myself, like, feel healthier. And like, it's also yeah. just, like, mental relaxation and, yeah. like, going on a walk. Like, I did that, too, and it's, like, nice weather outside and enjoying the scenery and, like, nature and not, like, staring down at your phone the whole way. Like, I'll just listen to music. Sometimes when I go on walks, I don't even listen to music. I just, like, listen to, like, the wind or, like, the birds or whatever mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just, like immersing myself in nature more like going on hikes and stuff like that like for me that makes me really happy um putting your phone on reading oh yeah that's another thing i've been trying to do is like be on my phone less and like i set app limits for like some of the apps that i go on the most like instagram and tiktok and snapchat so that i'm on my phone less and um i picked i started reading like i've only been reading for a couple days but I'm already like well into my book and it's like I don't know it's kind of refreshing being away from technology like so much especially with like social media and stuff like that like Elizabeth said on her a previous episode how like getting at such a young age like that can like feed into your mental health yeah Yeah. like mental health and like body image issues and yeah, yeah stuff like that yeah I feel like just as much as girls see like the bikini pictures and like oh my god all the skinny models like guys experience the same thing like workout videos exactly like like, and that's very discouraging especially for someone 
in Bryson's situation like you talked about earlier. But he's perfect in my eyes. Don't even worry. He's <laughs> laughing right now, but he's absolutely perfect. So there's nothing to worry about there. But yeah, it it's valid. Like those feelings are valid for a guy or a girl. And like it it's just cra- it's crazy to me how people just push all of those emotions like into one pile. Like, oh, only women experience these things and men don't experience those things and like it's so okay for men and women to both experience the same kind of mental illnesses. We all kind of deal with those things. Yeah. And another thing I'm trying to do is just like be more social and like step outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Push myself and hang out with like people that I'm not as close to yet. And he talked to someone on the elevator. Oh yeah. That was like another thing I was saying. Like, um, I had to print something for one of my classes. Um, and I left the door, the dorm and I left my phone in my room just so that I just had to like walk like downstairs, like a, only as a few minute walk. But like um, normally you would have been like. But normally I would have been on TikTok phone, or something, yeah. and so then I like I passed like three or four people and I talked. Like, I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" To yeah. all of them, and like I met someone from my hometown, which is know. so random. Like yeah. like ten hours away from here, um, who went to a high school close to mine, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So yeah, just stuff like that, and like it made me really happy. Like, I was like, wow, that's crazy. No, yeah, that's awesome. Whereas before, I would have had my head down and, like, stared at the ground or stared at my phone the whole time. And Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all of these things, just to kind of wrap everything up, like, the feelings Bryson is experiencing as, like, a man are, like, so similar to the ones that I experienced growing up as, like, a woman. And I think that, like, though there are, like, big differences, there are also so many similarities that I feel like a lot of people don't even, like, talk about or realize. But, like, just as much as I was experiencing anxiety, like transitioning into high into high school and like into college like he experienced so many of those exact same emotions so I really think that talking about it and being more open about everything is just such a great challenge and thing that is so rewarding in the end because we were able to relate on such a deep level like just from the beginning and like help each other grow as we made that transition so I just wanted to thank Bryson so much for being so vulnerable and coming on here and sharing some of those experiences with all of you guys and me. And I can't wait for the next episode. And maybe Bryson will come back if you guys liked him, because he's always around. Of course, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me, and I'm very proud of you and this podcast. I'm super excited for the future. Thank you. Thank Mm. you. Okay, guys, I will talk to you all later, and I hope you enjoyed this episode and tune into the next one. Okay, bye.